Welcome to the Five Freedom Show. My name is William Wood. And my name is Christian Vesterfeld. And we're here to help you find the freedom that you've long deserved. We believe that there are five basic freedoms that every human being deserves. We believe that these five freedoms can be cultivated. We're here to entertain you. We're here to inform you. We're here to help you take your life to the next level. So if you're ready to have some fun, if you're ready to learn something new, then go ahead and crank up the volume because we're ready to rock and roll. You might have thought I was just talking in my Bluetooth as I was driving north that warm fall evening. But in reality, if you had looked closely, you would have noticed that I was talking to an imaginary passenger riding along with me in the car. It's a relatively common practice that I do, talking to imaginary people. And I found that it's one of the most powerful emotional release techniques that you can do in the safety of your car as you're cruising along at freeway speeds. One of the most common things that I do as a coach is I help people release toxic, negative emotions that build up inside. And one of the most common causes of these toxic emotions is other people. Someone offends you. Someone says something rude. You have a difficult conversation at work. Maybe you got something to share with your teen, or maybe you're having a hard time with your spouse or your partner. What do you do when your emotions are beginning to reach toxic levels inside of you? Often what people do is they bottle them up until they explode. And when they explode, it's like Mount St. Helens. Toxic emotions spewing as the sonic boom is heard for hundreds of miles in every direction. I remember a woman telling me that for the first seven years of her marriage, she never once told her husband anything that had bothered her. Now, he was living in a false utopia. He thought that everything was fine. But inside, Mount Vesuvius was beginning to boil. And finally, one day on a long drive to a romantic getaway, the straw went on the camel's back. And kaboom! The volcano exploded for the next three hours. She told him everything that he had ever done wrong. And he wilted like a flower. And so if you've got bottled up emotions, if you've got anger, if you've got grief, if you've got sadness that needs to come out and express itself, you can use this technique even when you're driving on the freeway, cruising down the road, and no one will know that you too are talking to an imaginary friend. I'm going to share a technique that I regularly teach to my clients. In fact, today alone, I've taught this technique more than three times to clients as they're coming in and looking for practical ideas to safely release these toxic emotions without spewing on another human being. Because 
Unfortunately, once we speak a word to someone we love, we cannot take it back. Maybe you know what I mean. Maybe you've called someone a name. Maybe you've said something that you immediately wish that you could take back. Maybe you've even made it a practice and this practice has caused you to lose a job or to get written up. Even if you haven't had those extreme cases come up, all of us have received an insult. All of us have gotten angry. All of us have stewed for days on end over something that someone has done or said to us. If that is something that's happened to you, this technique will help you. So I call this technique finishing the conversation. It's an old technique. It was a technique that was developed in the 1960s or the 1970s. And this is one that I would call a classic, an oldie but a goodie. This is a simple form of the technique, and it's going to allow you to rapidly release toxic emotions that have built up as a result of some other human being coming along and bumping up against you. There are six simple steps. The first one involves finding an empty chair. Now, when I'm in my office, I might pull up an empty folding chair. When I'm sitting in the car, conveniently in the passenger side, there is already an empty seat right there waiting for my imaginary friend to sit down. Once I've got an empty chair, we start with step one. Step one involves imagining that the person that you need to finish your conversation with, the person that you need to talk to, is sitting right by your side or perhaps right in front of you. Now, some people visualize well and some people do not. doesn't matter if you can or you can't. All you got to do is do your best. You've got to imagine or think about the person being there in front of you. Some people can see that person in 3D, HD, with surround sound, and others are just going to get an impression or a thought that the person is there. Once you've imagined that they're there, the next step is to invite them to listen. This is a technique to actually do out loud. So if I were imagining that I had a grievance with someone from my past, this imaginary person is going to be called Brad. Now this isn't a real issue, this is just something that I'm making up. But I could Im imagine that Brad is sitting right next to me in my passenger seat. Now my imaginary friend is, is there and I at least get a sense that he's there. I would say, Brad, I've got some things I'd like to share with you. Are you ready to listen? And I know this sounds crazy but I actually am going to wait until my imaginary friend responds. Once I get a response, the next step is to express. And I express everything that's on my mind and heart about the interaction that we've had or the pent-up emotions that I've got. So I might say, Brad, I feel really sad because you left me out when we were going to high school and, and it was time to go to 
play pickleball or whatever, right? So I'm gonna just express the feeling. I'm gonna move that feeling up and out. Now, when you express, it's important to get it all out. One of the things that causes people difficulty is that they won't actually want to speak what happened. Remember, you can perform this technique in the privacy of your car, in the privacy of your home or your office, and no one needs to be around. In fact, I highly recommend that you do this alone. Be in a place where you can say everything that you need to say. If you swallow part of the message down as it starts to come up, my experience has been that you're in for a rough ride over the next couple of hours. Because those emotions start to come up and then they go down and they can create a lot of pent-up energy. But on the other hand, if you just continue to speak and you let it all out, it can be a powerful emotional release technique and you can get out all of that toxic waste without dumping it on a live human being. It puts you in a better emotional place. So let's just review. The first step is to imagine. You imagine the person's there with you in the empty chair. The second step is to invite. I have some things I'd like to share with you. Are you willing to listen? The third step is to express and to fully express, to say everything that's on your mind and in your heart about that particular issue. Typically when I've done this, it's taken me between five and 15 minutes to say everything that's on my heart. Every once in a while, it's taken me as much as 30 minutes to get it all out. Very rarely, meaning once, have I ever gone over the 30 minute mark. After I have fully expressed and I've said everything that I need to say, the next step is simply to extend forgiveness. And extending forgiveness simply means to say that you're willing to let go of the emotional energy that's there. In this conversation, it might go something like this. I forgive you. I don't necessarily condone what you did, the actions you took, they hurt. But I'm willing to let go. And because I'm willing to let go, I fully, completely, and thoroughly forgive you. I'm ready to move on. So that's what it means to extend forgiveness. The next step is to ask for forgiveness. Now some of you say, hold on Will, I have nothing that needs to be forgiven. And one of the things that I've found is that we have carried these toxic emotions inside and that in and of itself is something that can lead to toxic results. Even if we aren't speaking what it is that's bothering us, we may be acting it out or getting in a fight over a tube of toothpaste or doing some other behavior like the man who comes home stressed out because his boss has yelled at him and so he takes it out on his kids. So oftentimes the forgiveness we need, it may not be something that we've done directly to the person, but it's something that we've done to others as we've lashed out or we've done to ourselves by holding on to these toxic emotions for a long time. But I believe that holding on in and of itself is something that's worthy to ask forgiveness for. And finally, after we've asked for forgiveness, regardless if the other person forgives us or not, 
Sometimes I've gotten a yes, most of the time, and sometimes I've gotten a no. But at least I've done my job. At least I've shared what's been on my heart. Finally, I give a gift. I use the imagination to give the other person a gift to allow them to move on to heal to find their own way on their healing journey. And you might go, well, Will, I'm not a creative guy. What kind of gift would I give? If I like the person, I might give them an imaginary hug, reach over and put my arm around them. If I'm driving, I might just put my hand on my heart and imagine sending love over to the other person. If it's someone who I have a little more difficulty with and there's no love lost, if you know what I mean, then instead I may just think of a symbolic object that I can pass along to them. It doesn't have to be anything real. Remember, we're talking to imaginary people. We're talking to imaginary people to get real-world results, to really let go of toxic emotions. So, in one case, I gave an imaginary baseball, which had a deep representation of friendship. Another time, I gave an imaginary gift card. A gift card to the store of life where they could go and buy a new attitude. <laughs> Doesn't matter what the gift is. It just matters that you pause for a minute and think, what, do, what, what could this person use? Oftentimes your subconscious mind will help you if you just pause for as long as two or three minutes and, and ask, what's a symbol or what's an object? that I can give this person to help them move on in their life path or their healing journey. And then I just imagine extending it out to them. And notice, do they receive the gift or don't they? In my experience, almost always is the gift received and almost always is this process a powerful experience of emotional release. Earlier this week, I was working with a man 30 years old who had been deeply offended by his father more than 15 years ago. This man was pent up with rage. He said on a hundred point scale with zero representing peace and 100 representing the deepest level rage that he had ever experienced. He said that his rage inside was a level 100. He had bottled it up for years and years. I taught him this technique. I walked him through the steps, first in imagining, second inviting, third expressing, fourth extending forgiveness, fifth asking for forgiveness, and finally giving a gift. I invited him to do the process while he was in my room. He said he wanted privacy. So we put him in a private space in the office. He closed the door, and over the next 15 minutes, he spoke from his heart as he released the old toxic rage that had been built up and stored in his body all those years. After 15 minutes alone in a room by himself, he opened the door. I came back in. There was a glistening tear in the corner of his eye. And I asked him, what happened? And he told me.
the rage that was at a level 100 was now at a level 40. 60% of a rage that had been built up, pent up, and stored for 15 years was released in 15 minutes. He was shocked. I looked at him right in the eye and I told him, you are one step closer to healing. Choked up with emotion, he said, I thought I would carry that with me until the day I died. Finally, I now have hope. My friend, wherever you are, I want you to know that you too can release the toxic emotions that have been building up inside of you. You can release them. You can let go. And you can be free. These six simple steps can change your life. My challenge to you today is to think through the major relationships in your life. It could be a relationship with yourself, a younger self who screwed something up. It could be a relationship with your higher power. It could be a relationship with your spouse or your partner. It could be a relationship with one of your children. It could be a relationship with a significant man or woman in your life. It could be a teacher who said something toxic. It could be an old boss, but whoever it is, this old emotional energy is weighing you down and you can be free. So my challenge to you is to pick one person, find an empty chair, give yourself 15 or 20 minutes, speak from the heart and release it. In the end, you'll feel a hundred pounds lighter and your life will change. And when you do, I want to hear about it. Send me an email. Will at willandchristian.com That's W-I-L-L at W-I-L-L-A-N-D-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N.com I look forward to hearing from you very, very soon. If you like today's show, you'll absolutely love the coaching, training, and products that Christian and I have put together. You can find out more information by going to www.willandchristian.com. You can also reach out to the office at 801-203-3405. Again, that's www.willandchristian.com. Dot com.